Hello and welcome to Three Stooges Throwback. I'm your host, Gabriel Russo. And each episode here, we are going to... What we're going to do is take a look chronologically at the work of the Three Stooges. I'll watch the particular short and then discuss some, you know, some plot points and some funny bits. And uh, we'll point out some factoids and whatnot behind every episode whether it has to do with the filming or, uh, you know, appearances by or whatever. So we'll delve into every episode, or every short, rather, not episode. Every short that the Three Stooges did beginning in 1934. But this first week, I wanted to look at basically kind of a history before the, before the movies of the Three Stooges. Basically, a Ted Healy, uh, 1896 to 1937 was a vaudeville performer, comedian, and actor. He had a successful stage and film career and was a huge influence, cited later, by uh, several big comedy stars. He, got, he gets he, He's born in Kaufman, Texas, 1896. At the age of 15, in 1912, he and his childhood friend, Moses Horowitz, Mo Howard, were joined by Annette Kellerman, the diving girls... We did an episode on the sister podcast, Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear, about Annette Kellerman. She was the first girl to appear, the first woman to appear nude on film, I believe. Uh, first major star. And she was also the, I believe, and she was definitely a big swimmer and diver at the time. Uh, she also invented the first kind of bathing suit approaching what we would consider a bathing suit. <laughs> so anyway, they joined up in 1912. There was an accident on stage. Nash and Howard went their separate ways. He was going by his real name, Ernest Lee Nash. So Healy, they they split him and Howard. But it must have been amicable because they come back again. You know, they're childhood friends. They go their separate ways. He develops a vaudeville act and uh, adopts the name Ted Healy. So his act is a big hit, and he is exp- he's an MC. And a comedian. Uh, by the 20s, he was the highest paid performer in vaudeville, making $9,000 a week. That's craziness. Um, he added people to the stage show, including his wife at the time and his dog at the time. Some of the acrobats quit in 1922, and Mo Howard steps back into the picture. So now it's Ted Healy and Mo. He calls, he calls Mo a stooge because Mo's first acts with uh, Healy are basically to be a member of the audience who pretends not to know the guy. So he's picked, you know, come up on stage here and help me out, kid. And uh, have you ever met me? No, we've never met before. So, you know, that kind of thing. And he called him a stooge. In the routine, I guess, you know, long story short, they went back and forth. Howard's appearance would end with Ted losing his pants. So in 1923... Now, like I said, I don't want to get too much into all the backgrounds of the particular Stooges because I'm going to save that for a Mo episode, you know, uh, or a background episode on all the boys. Uh, probably a, a one particular, you know, for each or one for the brothers, one for Larry, one for Emil Sitka, one for Vernon Dent, who, uh, you know, all the, the people that played prominent roles in numerous shorts. So I didn't want to get too much into um, background of the individuals. I wanted to do Ted Healy because this pod, the, the Three Stooges don't really start until 
Ted Healy is gone. But he's so notable in the formation of the Three Stooges that, you know, he had to be. So, 1923, Shemp joins the act. Mo Howard's brother, Shemp. Like I said, I'm not going to get into the backgrounds. He joins, and uh, in 1928, five years later, Larry Fine, violinist extraordinaire, basically, um, joins the act also. So then they are Ted Healy and his Stooges, or Ted Healy, Ted Healy and his Southern gentlemen. <laughs> so Shemp plays a heckler in the act, and uh, Larry, I believe, is is in the uh, like playing music. The group of Mo, Larry, and Shemp first became their legendary trio in 1929, and appeared in uh, A Night in Venice from April of 1929 to March of 1930. That's a a Broadway review live show, uh, which leads to their appearance in the 1930 film Soup to Nuts. Uh, That's the first on-film appearance of the Three Stooges. After that, in August of 1930, the Stooges and Healy parted ways after a dispute over contract. Uh, They began performing on their own, calling themselves the Three Lost Souls, Howard Fine and Howard... They often used material from previous Ted Healy shows for which he attempted to sue them for using his material, but uh, the copyright was actually held by the the Schubert Theater, not Ted Healy, because that's they had been written and come up with the routines for performance in the Schubert Theater. The Stooges had the, the theater's permission to use it, the Schubert's permission to use it. So... <laughs> So Healy hires replacement Stooges, consisting of Eddie Moran, Richard Hakens, Jack Wolf, Mousy Garner, Paul Mousy Garner in early 1931. So there's two groups going around. They're not calling themselves the Three Stooges yet, neither, neither group, but there are two very similar groups going around. Uh, they appeared, the this, this second group of Stooges appears in two Broadway plays with Healy. The original Stooges... Mo, Larry, and Sh- I mean, yeah, Mo, Shemp, and Larry rejoined Healy's act in 1932, but Shemp leaves in August to uh, pursue a solo career, prompting Curly to step in. And so that's why on the very first film's shorts, it's Mo, Larry, Curly, probably the most famous iteration of the Stooges, but it was actually Mo, Larry, Shemp that came first so but they haven't done any shorts at this point by this time yet so it's 1932 uh shemp leaves um basically shemp leaves because he didn't i mean he left to pursue a solo career and he really didn't like uh ted healy apparently i've I've read in a couple of books that he didn't like he and then in the film in the film not the not the fairly brothers Three Stooges, but the the film that was kind of about them, I don't know who did it. They kind of show that he doesn't like Healy, you know, is kind of a bully. Like a real-life bully, not a Mo. <laughs> not a Mo bully. So anyway, regardless, he, leave the, he leaves and they're replaced by, uh, in 1932, by Jerome Curley Howard. 1934, they part ways with Healy permanently. Fine and the Howards in early 1934. That's because he was a drunk and a bully and didn't you know, he was keeping them down. It didn't pay very well, apparently. So we'll pick up with the Three Stooges in 1934 in their very first short, uh, Woman Haters. 
But for now, we'll finish with Ted Healy. In, uh, in 1934 to 1937, he works extensively for MGM. He also does some work for 20th Century Fox and Warner Brothers in dramatic and comedic roles. So he was married a couple of times. The first time, he met his wife, at Betty Brown, dancer. Uh, like I said, they married in 1922. They met. They married a week after they met. <laughs> uh, they worked together in, in vaudeville and divorced 10 years later in 1932. After Miss Brown had sued heiress Mary Brown Warburton for, quote, alienation of her husband's affections. <laughs> the second marriage, you might think, would be to Mary Brown Warburton. No. It was to a UCLA co-ed named Betty Hickman. Uh, after introducing himself, he proposed immediately, and they were engaged the following day. <laughs> they got married 1936 in Yuma, Arizona after eloping by plane. Uh, October of that year, she was granted a divorce, so May to October. But that divorce was nullified after they reconciled, and their son, John Jacob, was born in 1937, four days after Ted Healy's death, which we'll get to now. Ted Healy died December 21st, 1937. He was 41 years old. He was at the Trocadero nightclub on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles celebrating the birth of his son. Mo Howard says, quote, He was nuts about kids. He used to visit our homes and envied the fact that we were all married and had children. Healy always loved kids and often gained Christmas parties for underprivileged youngsters and spent hundreds of dollars on toys. Huh. Yeah, so he's out celebrating. MGM initially says that the cause of death was a heart attack, but the fact that he had a cut over his right eye and a black eye, black left eye, blackened left eye, combined with reports of a fight at the Trocadero, gave rise to maybe he didn't die of a heart attack. That maybe. Mo Howard was told that the fight was preceded by an argument between Healy and three men who he identified as college fellows. The younger men allegedly knocked Healy to the ground and kicked him in the head, the ribs, and the abdomen. There was a pro wrestler standing uh, outside of the Plaza Hotel named Man Mountain Dean uh, who was a World War I era well, a World War I fighter and, uh, war, and an early pro wrestler. He was standing in the front of the Plaza Hotel at 2.30 in the morning when Healy, bleeding emerged from a taxi telling an incoherent story of being attacked at the Trocadero but he didn't know who or why. He was then driven home. The next morning they summoned his personal physician to the house because he was experiencing convulsions. Healy died later that day. Because of the circumstances, the doctor refused to sign the death certificate. I guess because he wasn't admitted to the hospital where he was supposed to be, they drove him home. It was later alleged that the three assailants were not, quote, college boys, but in fact were actors Wallace Beery and producer Albert R. Broccoli and Broccoli's cousin, Pat DeChico. There's no um, documentation to uh, to suggest this, but Broccoli admitted that he was indeed involved in a fistfight with Healy at the Chocadero. He later had modified his story a little bit, stating that a heavily drunk Ted Healy had picked a fight with him and the two had briefly scuffled, then shook hands and parted ways. In other reports, Broccoli admitted to pushing Healy but not punching him. <laughs> so following the autopsy, the coroner reported that Ted Healy died of acute toxic nephritis, which we hear time and time again, and chronic alcoholism, so the police closed their investigation. He was a prolific spender, 
He had a weekly salary of around $1,700, but he died in debt. He indulged in many personal luxuries. He paid his assistants uh, and other performers out of his own pocket. He was uh, financially generous to friends when they were out of work. For example, one friend, while unemployed, lived at an expensive hotel on Healy's Tab. Unfortunately, he left Betty responsible for all of a ton of these bills, the hospital bills relating to the birth of their son, Healy's medical care. Uh, she remained hospitalized for some time after he died, which meant that their house was unattended, and as a result, it was robbed of everything of value. It's terrible. A trust fund was organized by friends and colleagues to provide financial support, and uh, a fundraiser was also held at $10 a plate, and uh, an auction, a later auction of the Hollywood Hotel's ledger, shows hundreds of famous signatures at the $10 plate dinner. But Betty asserted that she never received any proceeds from the fundraiser. Ted Healy is interred at Calvary Cemetery in Los Angeles with his mother and sister. Milton Berle cited Healy as a mentor, as did Bob Hope and Red Skelton. A significant influence on their careers. Burl was quoted as saying that back in 25, Ted Healy took him aside and gave him some wonderful advice. Always play to the public. Don't play to the theater crowd. Don't try to impress the trumpet player. Entertain the people and you'll get rich and famous. And a caricature of Ted Healy, drawn by Alex Gard, was the first of the caricatures hung at Sardi's Restaurant in New York City in the theater district. So you've seen the famous picture, I'm sure famous pictures or whatever of it's been in movies and stuff where there's, you know, famous people's caricatures hanging all over this place. It's been in a couple of Woody Allen movies, I know that. Uh, Sardis. And uh, Ted Healy's was the first to be hung up. And so, that uh, Ted Healy, that will wrap it up on him. But as far as the Three Stooges, they were in... So the Three Stooges, with, with Ted Healy, were in many motion pictures they now they usually and these are features and now they probably most of the most of them are just walk on you know they're in one scene they do their little bit they sing their little song or whatever it is and then off they go they have their little you know stooge moment and then off they go 1933 they're in nine features uh, eight of which show one their scene is deleted in the prize fighter and the lady their first i'm sorry their very first well, we already talked about Soup to Nuts. It's a feature length. So then they're in Nursery Rhymes and Turn Back the Clock and Beer and Pretzels, Hello Pop and Plain Nuts and Meet the Baron and Dancing Lady, Mert and Marge. And then 1934, they're in one, two, three, four, five feature pictures. Now, they're not starring roles in any of these. They're, like I said before, they're one little, you know, they're on and off. Or they're um, not even all together, like... Uh, Moe and Curly are in, but but not Larry or Healy, are in Broadway to Hollywood. Moe and Curly also, same deal in Jailbirds of Paradise, 1934. Curly appears, interestingly, 1934, in, a, in an MGM short called Roast Beef and Movies, without any of the others. Curly all by himself. And Larry all by himself appears in the MGM feature Stage Mother, 1933. So Moe, Larry, and Curly leave Healy in 1934... And they move to Columbia Pictures, which is where the where this podcast will now pick up uh, in subsequent episodes. 
With Columbia Pictures, they produced 190 successful shorts. Their contract was extended each year until the final one expired in December 31st, 1957. So 1934 to 57, 23 years with one studio. So this podcast will now take a look starting next episode. So I guess in two weeks or so, we will take a look at the very first short with just the Three Stooges starring in it. No Ted Healy, Three Stooges. It's called Woman Haters. You can download it from various places online. You can probably find it, um, you know, it's definitely on these compilations of, of DVDs, you know, DVD compilations. So, like I said, next episode, we're going to start with, I just wanted to do a little background on this one, and it went a little longer than I had, had thought it would, but... Um, so next week, or next episode rather, we will start with short number one, Woman Haters. I am your host, Gabriel Russo, and this has been the first episode of the Three Stooges Throwback. You can follow me on Twitter, at GRusso, at G-R-U-S-S-O, 1971. Go to podomatic.com, find the show, rate the show, rate the show on iTunes, please. Also listen to the... Sister show, Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. That's about the uh, foibles and lives and profiles of silent era stars. So thank you once again for listening to Three Stooges Throwback. We've covered all the background. Now we're going to jump right in next next episode with the woman haters. We're going to go through them chronologically. Some factoids. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully you come back. <laughs>